Looking at a piece from the, the, the Sefer Saperno, Saperno, however you pronounce it, various different ways you pronounce it, um, in his Pirish in the Parshas Pinchas, he talks about uh, Rosh Chodesh. So he has some interesting thoughts here, and I just want to share them with you. There's a Pasuk, Pasuk Yadal, Roshech HaShechem, the Torah describes the Korban for Rosh Chodesh, in a Yom Rosh Chodesh, Hoya Minigli Yisrael, Shia Yom Kodesh B'Tzadma. It was a day which was held to be more holy than the, your average day. Had some elements of Kedusha. K'mosh Hoya Ba'omer Yisrael, and he started to show him B'Yom HaMaisa. There is Shaloya Hoya Rosh Chodesh, because Etzom Yom HaMaisa. So, David Malk was describing when uh, he was going to run away, now it took place through the meals, which took place on Rosh Chodesh. So, Yonason, um says to David that, let's go back to the place where you hid once upon a time, Yemamaisa, during the weekdays, and we'll go there now. So, it's it, it called Yemamaisa as opposed to Rosh Chodesh, for the day that they didn't do work. Uh, there's actually a a tour, beginning of Hebel's Rosh Chodesh, who brings... That the same way we have the three Yom Tovim correspond to Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. Various different versions how you make that parallel, but the three Yom Tovim, the, the, the so the Shvatim are supposed to have lesser Yom Tovim corresponding uh, to them, uh, but they lost that with the Chet Egel. But the women who weren't Chet Chet Egel still have a minute uh, not to do work. Because for them it's an element of a of a yom of a yom tiv. so they have limit they they limit the work type of work they do in a shardish. So the Tzvarta was saying this actually was a minute of all of all the clients, not just the women, uh, during the time of David Melech. The Rosh the, 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 the Rosh Chodesh belongs to Klai Yisrael. It's your Rosh Chodeshim. You don't find a parallel language. By the Yom Tovim, the Torah book calls calls of Shabbos Shabbat Chem. There's one place where it says Shabbat Chem. Below below Biyom Bikurei Chem, Biyom Sukosei Chem. It's the name of the Yom Tov is Sukos Yom Bikurim, etc. It doesn't. It's not. There's no possessive. It, it doesn't belong to Klai Yisrael. Whereas over here, uh, the language is a, has a possessive to it. So, um, um, so that's uh, the fact that Kleisel was the one who sort of created the Yom Tif, was knowing not to do Malach, etc. That was something which Kleisel did on the, of their own volition. That's why it deserves to be called Al Shem Kleisel. It's Rosh Chodeshem. It's your Rosh Chodesh. You're, you're the one who sort of created it. Or defined it. The Tamil Hagim Zehoya. So what's shot in the minute? This minute that we have, or that they had once upon a time, and that we have, where the women don't do work, uh, or limit the work that they type of work they do in the Shkodesh. Um, uh, what's what's what would be a explanation behind that? Ki Amlam Hatlachas Yisrael Barlam Azeh He Bitzad Ma Dermer Lenyan Hayreach. We can make some type of a parallel between Klai Yisrael. And the moon. Sha'inlo ba'atsma or klal. 
Zulothi Masha to Kabba Mizulasa. The moon is, does not have its own lights. Its light comes as a reflection of the light of, of, of the sun. So light which comes the source which comes elsewhere. Okay. So Klayusel is similar in that sense. Now Mizah Avabi Shakaram the Eagle. Um Klayusel before the Khata Eagle. Klaiso was had engraved the 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 schus of Cheris was engraved in the Luchas. The engraving the the engraving on the Luchas, in other words, having the Luchas with the words of Torah, guaranteed the Klaiso would, would be in a state of Cheris. Cheris Mishim and Malchus At that point in time, for Chet Egel, Klaiso would never be um, would never be enslaved or in any way under the pressure of the Umas Elam. Klaiso would have, would have total independence. He named Shechotu, excuse me, but after they did the Chet Egel, he's not slow, well, he's not from Kesem Malchus Tomit. So Klaiso had crowns, and they took off the crowns. That symbolizes this idea that Klaiso was no longer going to be the equivalent of the Melech, the the the, the leader, which is always, they're now going to be in a state of being Meshubed to other nations. Kamashar Umas. Um, so Klaisel doesn't have the Kesem Malchus like the other nations that they have times of ascendancy, which, as it were, belong to the, those those nations. But rather, Klaisel never had a state where, the, from that point onwards, where they were Zoycha on their own to receive. Uh, the be in the ascendancy. It's because the Russian gave them the schools to be in the ascendancy. So that's going to be the same way the ore of the sun enlightens the moon. The moon has the light of its own. Klaiso receives the ore of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, and they're enlightened by that. They're, they're, they're made to be the leaders, uh, but they don't have that intrinsically. Biladob, when that's taken away, so then they're in the dark so the moon uh, is a is a parallel. It's Klayusel. Therefore, Klayusel, by feeling that type of a parallelism, sort of took the yomtiv of Rosh Chodesh to heart and found ways to uh, express it because Rosh Chodesh was their yomtiv. It really represented them. Um, so Klayusel, without the Bershom shining his countenance on Klayusel, is in the dark, and that parallels to what happens to the moon when the sun is not shining on it. It has nothing of its own. So now it's an interesting line. We know there's a, the more has a discussion in Mazal Yisrael. Um, so what is Mazel? Um, David, I did not choose this simply because of your name. Um, even though maybe I could have. Right? Um, so uh, what's the idea of Ein Mazel? What is Mazel? What does that mean, uh, the Ein Mazel Yisra? So the, the Ramchal, in his, his Sefer, uh, Das 
Savunais. Yeah. Um, I think that's where it is. Yeah, that's the one it is. It says that the word mazel, the, the word in Lashon Kardash, Richizel, for something which is flowing, is noizel. It's something which flows as a liquid. Uh, so mazel is from the language of flowing. Bershom has two anhogas in the Bria. He has an anhaga that he runs the Bria, which he calls anhagas mishmut. You get because you deserve. You don't get if you don't deserve. It's, there's judgment, etc. And the Bershom has a second anhaga where he's leading the world to its final purpose. That's called the Hanagas Mazel. It's flowing. It's going to... So that's going to happen regardless of whether somebody deserves it or not. How does a Baruch Hu balance these two Anhagas, the Anhaga of... that the Bershom um, gives the world whatever, whatever he wants to make it happen, it will happen because that he, he has, quote-unquote, a need to bring the world to a certain purpose. Should be balanced against the Anhagas Mishpat, where you only get if you deserve it. Uh, how do you balance the two? That's the Russian's business, and he figures out a way to balance the two. So, uh, a mazel is basically the role that everybody's given, and this is going to be their function, etc. So, um, a nation which is role is to be in the ascendancy because they need to play this role of being the rich people. We'll get that, whether they deserve it or not, etc. Kaiser does not have that on Hagar. A Mazel Yisrael means that there's no given reality that Kaiser is, 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 is put in. Uh, Bershom will decide as he sees fit how to portion it so that they're not going to necessarily get uh, the height of ascendancy, uh, even if they deserve it, and vice versa. Because um, we basically sit in the, in, in the Bershom's shadow. If he wants to shine on us, he shines on us. If, he does, if not, not. So there's nothing set beforehand. Suppose to the Muslim, which have a musag of a mazel. So I thought that a very interesting touch of a mazel of Yisrael. Um, means that it's it's not theirs. They don't own it. Suppose to the Muslim, which have, are given a purpose, given a role, and that defines them. And that's going to be theirs, so they will have that right to whatever the mazel is supposed to be, um, no matter no matter what. Kaiser doesn't have such a thing. Um, it's going to be uh, as the Bershom sees fit as he goes along. Zulusi or Hakel Isbarach Beyersim Lerotzim. When Kaiser is Lerotzim, the Bershom gives more, and when they're not, the Bershom gives less. The Bershom is the Or of Klai Yisrael. Um, and therefore, it's, he's saying it's primarily along the lines of what the Memchah would call the Bershom decides if we deserve it, if we're going to get it or not. And when the chet separates it from the So Bershom hid his face due to the fact that you're not listening. 
when that happens, So, um, the result will be uh, this state of being where Klai Yisrael is in the state of Hesterponim because they don't deserve Horusponim. The Russian is not shining his countenance on them. The Russian is hiding his countenance. So the Russian, as it were, leaves Klai Yisrael up to the mazel of the other nations which will ascend higher and uh, take down Klai Yisrael. Um... And that's the state of Golas that Christ still goes through. So he said, that's all Marum is in the world of Rosh Chodesh. Now, there's no doubt that that's a Chil Hashem. So here's Klai Yisrael, the Am Hashem. Like the Pesach says, Merlehem, Am Hashem Eile, Umeyar Tzom Yudzom, and then the Pesach says. So, there's the Am Hashem, and uh, but the Russian said they're not in the Golas. So that means the Muslim will interpret that that Hashem doesn't have the ability to ma- protect and maintain his nation. That's the Chil Hashem. That's not true. But that's the perception that the Muslim will, that's the interpretation the Muslim will put into that. They don't understand. Um, this is a whole different type of, an, of a way the Russian deals with Klai Yisrael. It's not a given that they get everything that Klai Yisrael wants. It's um, totally up to whether they deserve it or not. But the, nation, the, the nations will interpret that to mean the Russian doesn't have the ability to, to protect his nation. So the Pesach says later on in Yeshaya, that old Sora that Kleisel has, the Russian has paid from it as well. The uh, the marauder came and attacked both of us. So um, the Russian, as it were, besides em- the empathy the Russian has with Kleisel, there's elements of, as it were, pain for Kodesh because there's a Chil Hashem taking place. So the Averis which caused the Meniya Sa'or or the Miyuts, Rosh Chodesh comes as a moment of Kapara. So, um, we say in Musab Rosh that it's going to be a day of uh, this series is an element of Kippurah. So there's going to be some element of Yeshua from the Chil Hashem through the Kippurah. The Kippurah makes Christ more worthy. The Christ is more worthy, they get more Nisim. And therefore, the Chil Hashem is going to be minimized. So it comes out the bringing of the Chathos in some way benefits the Kodesh Baruch Hu directly by taking away the Chil Hashem. And that's Pshat in the Chazal Fich Amru Pshakach Nemer Vesir Rosh Chodesh Chathos Lashem. So Chazal say 
If you look at all of the chatos of the Yom Tovim, the only one that says chatos l'ashem, as well just sirach um, the chatos or something that type of language. The only one which has um, um, the only one which has the language of chatos l'ashem is Barash Chagish. So he says, so, so what does that tell us? So Chazal say. So basically what he's saying, he's saying that the, the, the carbon Kathos, which is brought in Rosh Kodesh, as much as it acts as Kapora, it brings Yeshua to Klai Yisrael, which minimizes the Chil Hashem, that Klai Yisrael is created by doing Averis and going to the Golas, and people interpreting that Hashem doesn't care about his nation, or that Hashem can't take care of his nation, right? But as we, we are reminded that, that through the Kapora Rosh Kodesh, the Chil Hashem is diminished. The Russian makes more Yeshua to call Yisrael, so that creates a Kiddush Hashem, or minimizes the Chil Hashem. So the Chathos comes the benefit of Kodesh Baruch Hu. So it's called a Chathos L'Hashem. The Kermit Chathos is for Hashem. That the Kapora helps the Russians, the, the, the Kiddush Hashem Shemaim. So Chazal say that Chatos Lashem, Barsham asked Klaisel to bring a korban for him because Barsham minimized the Ereach. So he needs Kapora, whatever that means. And he asked Klaisel to bring that korban on Rosh Kardish, but it's a Kapora for Hashem. So the Chatos for Hashem. He said that's not, not what it means. According to what we're saying, it means if you bring a kapara which will benefit me, what's the benefit of the Baruch To minimize the Chil Hashem, which is taking place right now. Uh, so the Erech that the Menesh is referring to, the Mars is referring to, is not the Erech of the moon and the sun. It's referring to Klai Yisrael. Klai Yisrael is the Erech. Klai Yisrael is akin to the moon. And the Bershom has been Mamaya Klai Yisrael. What does it mean? The Bershom is a Klai Yisrael to Golis. And the Bershom hid his face from Klai Yisrael. So Klai Yisrael is diminished, is minimized by that. So the Bershom Kaviyochel was Mamaya the Yerech. I.e. Klai Yisrael. Therefore, bring a Kapara for Kodesh Baruch, who's Mamaya the Yerech. So Poshim Shat, I'll say it to the fact the Bershom, to, to the Yerech and the Shemesh, were originally created equal. The Russian went and minimized the size of the Levana, took away its own internal light. Um, so that concept is what we're being a kapara for Kodesh Baruch That's how the simple pshat in the Chazal is. So Purim says, that's not what it means. It doesn't, it's not referring to the Russian beginning of the Bria minimized the size of the, the, the Levana. It's referring to Klaiso, which is given the appellation Yureach, because they parallel the, the, the what happens to the moon. The Russian was, was minimized Klaiso, sent them in the Golis, and minimized their power and their authority and their, their physical component, etc. Um, so the Russian says, bring a Kapor on me for that. What does it mean, bring a Kapor for me? That, that Russian didn't do anything wrong. But out of that came out of Chil Hashem. And the, the, the kapara, as much as it removes the khat of Klaiso, will minimize the, will, Russia will create more Yeshuas, and will minimize the Chil Hashem.
That's what's important to understand the Chazal. So let's just um, take out of here a few points to explain what, what Emaz of Yisrael means. Um, the Klaisel has no guaranteed, guaranteed state of being that they have this set one set function and therefore they have a set, guaranteed state of being. It changes by the will of a Kaddish Baruch whether Klaisel is deserving or not. Um, that's what Emaz of Yisrael. Uh, Klaisel doesn't have, Klaisel is, is compared to the Lavano uh, because it doesn't have any aura of its own. It, we, we function as a reflection of the aura of a Kaddish Baruch um, we, if Kaiso sees himself as a reflection of, a, of the Arba Kaddish Baruch we can take the light which, which the Bershom shines in us and reflect it out to the world, to the nations around us. Kaiso becomes a source of enlightenment to the nations. The nations will be macabre that from Kaiso because it's coming from a Kaddish Baruch through Kaiso. If Kaiso perceives himself that they have their own light, which they don't, Doesn't, doesn't really, so they'll come up with things that they're sharing to share with Umus Elam, which Umus Elam will not necessarily be macabre because um, it's not a reflection of the, 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 the true light. Um, Kaiso embraces the Yamta of Rosh um because it, it represents Kaiso. Now, it, it's interesting. Uh, we've discussed this before. Saber Bamidbor uh, theoretically is could be looked at as a uh, as a um, disappointing Saber, um, in the sense of Kaiso is doing something wrong again and again, and my gosh, like you know, how many times can get this wrong? Uh, it's also a very uplifting Saber in the sense of. Kaiso got it wrong again and again and again, and still Russian wants to have a relationship with us. So we blew it with the 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 the, the, the complaint about the mom. Um, we blew it about um, the Miriam that does something wrong, the Miraglim, the Mapilim, the Karach, Kaiso complaining about what happened to Karach. And then we have the Bunes Moyev. It's pretty. In a certain sense, you're looking at Klai Yisrael, you're seeing the dark underbelly of Klai Yisrael, that they keep getting something wrong. And the Russian says, I want to have a relationship with you. I'm going to give you another chance. I'm going to give you a chance to fix it. So, what we what we embrace and celebrate is Rosh Kodesh, that the light comes back. This light, which was there, and it should have been there all the time because it was had its own intrinsic light which it lost, and therefore part of the month it gets darker and darker and darker to the point that it's not visible at all. So as it were, that's Klaiso, that they have no light anymore. And next thing you know, they have light again. They have another, they have another round, another chance. So Klaiso embraces Rosh Kardash, not the cycle of the moon, which that's really what, what really represents Klaiso is, is the moon and the cycle of the moon. So Christ should embrace the cycle. We don't embrace the cycle. What we named Rosh Echad Sheichem, the Torah calls it our Rosh Chodesh. It's possessive. It's, it's Rosh Chodesh. So in that world of the parallel, the idea that Christ should see in themselves 
um, the a, a, something similar to the moon that it, it refreshes itself again and again and again. Christ has, has to learn the lesson to refresh itself again and again and again. Um, and Christ has the ability to refresh itself again and again. And the Russian is willing to invest in us again and again and again. So imagine, you know, you're, you're talking about an investment, you know, um, you're putting it into a company and it goes bad. The guy comes back to you and says, you know, I think this time it's really going to work. You invest again and it goes bad. See, I'm telling you this time it's going to work. You invest again and it goes bad. Like after three times, if you keep putting in, you're a fool. I don't feel bad, I don't feel bad for you. Why'd you. Why invest with the guy? A parent says to the child, you know, I, I'm, I'm willing to put whatever it takes to do to help you beat Mitzliach. And the child fails. He says, listen, kid, you know, three times I invested you, and after that I'm done. That doesn't, that's not true. The child, you keep putting into the child again and again and again and again and again and again because he's your child. Right? So if it's some, you know, you're asking to invest in a company, it's not, it's not, it's nothing with me. So I'm willing to invest if I see, see it working out. So, Kleisel, uh, Bershom invests in Kleisel again and again and again and again. That's the message that the, the dimming to the Ereach, the Bershom is investing in the Ereach as it were again and again and again because it's, um, it's being used as the muscle to, to this idea that the Bershom is willing to invest in us again and again and again. There's going, there's going to be a new beginning, no matter what. Uh, so I think that's the, the, the parallel that he's drawing to the Ereach. It's a very fascinating parallel. And you understand why they made it, they made that a yomtiv, because it was a new it was an affirmation monthly of the ability for us to to re re reestablish re ourselves, recreate ourselves, redefine ourselves, and and reestablish a relationship with the Kodesh Baruch Hu. So that's something to celebrate. So Klaus had a minute not to do malacha on Rosh because that's the Rosh Chodesh represented the Klaus. So that's the thought I wanted to share with you. Um, I apologize.